So a friend of mine owns a local Indian restaurant and recently, uh, obviously throughout COVID lockdown, she's not been able to serve her customers. Not People have not been able to come into her restaurant to have meals with their family. So obviously in this instance, she's now thinking, right, well, how do I actually stay in front of people and how do I actually get business through my doors when physically people can't walk in the restaurant? So as part of this uh, journey, she's then... Uh, decided to go speak to a web developer thinking okay well our websites uh, needs a bit of an update and a bit of a refresh so i'll go speak to a local web developer who quite rightly has helped other restaurants in the local vicinity um, and she was quoted over ten thousand pounds to develop this website now on today's episode i'm going to talk to you about in one instance why ten thousand pound is an absolutely stonking investment when it comes to website development but on the flip side of it i'm going to tell you why even five thousand or even five hundred pound um to develop a website might be a terrible investment and that's what i'm going to talk to you about on today's episode so if you're a small business owner, uh, in this instance, whether it's a restaurant or whatever, bricks and mortar, anything that you're doing, you've probably always come up with this answer or question to yourself, I should say, uh, how do I get more customers? I need customers, whether it's a win window cleaning service and opticians in, our, in my case, or a restaurant, whatever that it might be, every single business globally across the world is asking themselves the same question, how do I get more customers? And as part of that, you might think, okay, well, right, I need um, a website. So I'm going to go develop a website. And then you think, okay, right. Or if you're a local, really local business, you might think, I need to go do a leaflet drop. So I'll get some leaflets printed and I'll get uh, the local uh, shops or whatever to go do a leaflet drop in my area. Uh, and I'll talk about restaurants because that's the topic of today's uh, podcast. So you print out some menus and whatever and say, okay, yeah, I'm going to go post them in my local area. Uh, your other thing might, oh, well, I need some Facebook, uh, need some social media. So anyway, you go on this journey to develop all these little components of something that's much bigger. And the much bigger thing that I'm talking about is your customer acquisition model. So if you're going right, without knowing what your customer acquisition model is, in other words, what is the offering that you're making to your customers that are firstly going to that's firstly going to grab their attention out of their busy life, but secondly, you're going to make them a strong enough offer for them to go, "Wow, do you know what? That's amazing!" And I'm going to go try this product, try this service with this business. And that's the first first thing that you need to work out: that what is your customer acquisition model? What is your key offering? And what is your what Russell Brunson says? What is your hook, your story, and your offer? that you're going to push out into the world for people to come and try your product or service. And until you've worked out that, it's almost a bit fruitless to then go, right, I'm going to go build a website because you might go spend 10, 15, 20,000 pound on a website. And when that's a terrible investment is when there's no customer acquisition concept behind it. There's no framework. So you might end up building a really fancy looking website and it might have some amazing photographs on there and the the color buttons will move and there'll be lots of navigation and it look really snazzy. But then at the end of the day, when someone clicks on it, as much as going, oh, wow, this looks good. If there's no potential story and there's no potential offer for them to potentially then come into and be a customer, then it's failed its job. There's no point in having a £15,000 website if it doesn't bring you customers. It's just a fancy brochure. On the same same concept, if you then go and print some leaflets and spend £500, £1,000 to get some local leaflets distributed, 
if they just fall through people's letterbox and they don't grab people's attention, the offer is not strong enough for them to come into your business and try your product or your service, then there's no point in doing that. And similar with Facebook and all of the Google search engines, Google search rankings, whatever that it might be, until you've got your key idea in your mind of what your customer framework, how are you going to actually, what are you going to hook them with? What story are you going to tell them and what offer are you going to present to them? then ultimately you're not going to be able to effectively or cost effectively, I should say, acquire customers. Because as I said, you might build these, spend thousands and thousands of pounds on leaflets, websites and whatever. But firstly, people are not going to find it. And secondly, even if they do find it, the offer is not going to be strong enough for them to come in. So a, a little bit of a, the other thing that you've got to remember is actually that once somebody comes into your world, they might not become your customer straight away it might take them a little bit time to warm up to you and the best way to always think about this is that say you when you were dating and you were going out um on meals or whatever you wouldn't expect to get married to somebody on the first date you would go through this process of um, getting to know each other you'd go out on various meals you'd go out for drinks and you'd go through this process to build what we call the know, to get them to know each other, get you to know each other, get them you to like each other, and more importantly, get you to trust each other. And it's the same thing. It's what we call the know, like, and trust. And until you've built that know, like, and trust concept within your relationships, it's very difficult to ascend that to the next level. So again, going back to whether it's a relationship or whether it's a customer, somebody might come across your advert, somebody might come across your leaflet, somebody might come across your website. And some people might take action straight away. But the majority of people, you will need to have four, five, six points of contact, i.e. four, five, six different dates before you can potentially get them in uh, to your a customer will get them buying or if we're in the dating scene, maybe you take them back to your house or get married or whatever it might be. You're not going to be able to do that. Or it's going to be very difficult for you to be able to do that in a very short space of time. So as in most businesses and most uh, big organizations, they realize that customers are not going to happen overnight. You need to have five, six different touch points, different events where you're building that know, like and trust so they can actually then feel reassured that they're safe to come into your environment and certain businesses are able to do this a lot quicker so as i said if i go back to a restaurant if you've got a really good offer um and i'm not talking about oh yeah we're going to give you a free something or whatever to get a free papa doms when you come into your indian restaurant the, the offer is too weak right so just completely brainstorming here but if you built a website for argument's sake and your website was popping your email information pop your name and your email in here for a competition for you to win um a, a, a big meal worth a hundred pound for you and your family and if i'm searching for food in my local vicinity and i come across oh wow look this indian restaurant it's got amazing pictures really renowned in the area and i'm talking about trust elements here with reviews and the, the rest of it and wow, look, they're offering a whole meal completely free for my family if I just enter the, in, enter the details. Now, the point that I'm hitting on here is that you've been able to collect that person's contact information via an email, right? So they, they might not be expecting to win, 
but the offer is strong enough for to exchange their contact information. Now, the beauty of you acquiring that contact information is now that you can automatically have those five, six touch points in the background. And what that might mean is that each Friday or Saturday, you'll know within your restaurant when is your busiest times, you send out some communication directly to their email to say, hey, look, we're really excited. We'd like you to order some food from us. And here's an incentive for us to do that. And as it's your first order, we'll give you these incentives, the extra drink bottle or extra, I don't know, double the size portion or a free dessert or something like this. But but the value of what you've been able to create here is that you've got that person's contact information. You're then over a period going to service them or build value and trust of that know, like, and trust element over a series of four, five, six different emails, then ultimately that person will become your client on the end of it. Because at some point they'll go, well, do you know what? Let's try that out. And they'll click on that. So if I was talking about a £10,000 investment to create a custom acquisition model, this might be a front-end website that says, enter your details for a competition to win a free meal for you and your family up to the value of £100. That automated on the back end to a series of email sequences that built that know, like, and trust. And then at the end of it, it created a customer. You got them to buy. But don't forget that customer, now that you've got their contact information, you're able to communicate to them at any point in time free on trigger. So you might go, wow, we need to drum up business now. So if we were in this COVID time at this moment, if you had a customer database and you had emails and contacts for all your potential customers that had already ordered, you could quite easily for free send out an email to them saying, look, we're running this event. It's a special uh, incentive promotion that we're running for this weekend. Place your order today. They already know, like, and trust you, and they're going to take the action to place the orders. And it becomes a self-fulfilling business because as you get more customers, the loyalty grows, the um, testimonials, your social status grows within your community, and the continuous business starts to a snowball and continues to grow. So, as I said, going back to my original point in the uh, at the front end of this podcast was, is £10,000 a great investment for a website? No, it's not, unless it's got a customer acquisition framework around it. So the model that I just gave you, I would pay £15,000, £20,000 for somebody to build that up because I can completely see that there's a process of how customers are going to come into my business. And then whether I then put a Facebook campaign in front of it to drive people into that front-end offer, whether I do a leaflet to drive people into that front-end offer, whatever it might be, but the customer acquisition model, that framework has been set out. On the flip side of it, if I was going to spend £10,000 just to get a fancy brochure-style website, which had no structure around actually acquiring your customer, it's not a good investment. So I hope that uh, gave you a bit of insight about you looking into your business and asking yourself the question, well, actually, what is my customer acquisition framework? What is my front end offer? What is my hook story offer? How then I, once I've got their contact information, how can I continue to build rapport with them, get them to know, like, and trust me? So ultimately, on the five or six, typically is your five or six um, touch point that that person will translate from being a lead or a potential customer into a customer and hopefully into a lifelong customer. 
So anyway, uh, that was a bit of a long episode. Hopefully it wasn't too rambled, but I hope you got some key uh, information out of it. Hope you got some value out of it. And I really appreciate you for you to share this on socials if you did. Uh, love you guys, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks, bye.